Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Designing Sports Podcast. My name is Kevin Slattery, and this is episode two with Kevin Ortiz. Kevin is a creative specialist with Auburn. He mostly focuses on men's and women's basketball and oversees some graphics with soccer. Before then, he was a graphic designer with Iowa State, uh, where he focused on a bunch of different sports uh, within their athletic department, particularly developing a lot of his skills with the volleyball team. Kevin does a great job on this episode, you guys. It's a great one for the hashtag Kevin Brand. Uh, he, he does a really great job kind of being honest about things like self-doubt and moving from Puerto Rico into the you know 50 United States and, and sort of adopting the Division I college athletics as his own. Uh, Kevin has a really interesting style. Uh, make sure you, you check him out on Twitter at OpenArts. Um, his Twitter will be linked in the description. Be sure to, uh, if you like this podcast, you guys, make sure you subscribe on iTunes. Uh, give us five-star ratings. Uh, that Those two things will really help the podcast grow. And, of course, share it. Uh, you know, Tweet out the link. Uh, share it with friends. DM it, whatever. Spread it about uh, this great big internet that we have. Um, that would be a, a big help you guys. And we're trying to create a podcast here too, that, you know, you don't necessarily need to be a designer in order to, uh, in order to enjoy it. Maybe you just enjoy college athletics or you, uh, just enjoy good stories. You know, I think Kevin has a really great story about how he, he got started in, in graphic design. And I think it's, it's one of the more compelling ones that, that we've listened to. And I'm really excited to, uh, to share that with you guys. So, uh, that's enough rambling from me, you guys, let's start the show. Did your phone blow up during the Super Bowl after that Pringles commercial where the guy's like, no one asked you, Kevin? Let's be honest. My phone did not. I am not much of a popular guy, apparently. Um, or Cause a I lot started, of my friends didn't I started watch to, the Super Bowl. Yeah, see, like I, I started getting texts instantly from my cousins who were like, nobody asked you, Kevin. And I was like, darn it. I knew it. <laughs> I knew this commercial was going to really you know, damage the, the hashtag Kevin brand. And... Uh, so we got to build it back up, man. Yeah, it's it's on us. It's on us. It's a work in progress. It is. It's a work in progress. Um, but no, Kevin, uh, you uh, you did some some great work at, at Iowa State, and you've just uh, just started a new job at Auburn, correct? Yes, that is correct. Uh, been here for two weeks now. Fresh man. into it, and and so you're a, a creative specialist, right? Yes, my title is creative specialist. I will be basically working with. Uh, men's basketball and women's basketball kind of a little with soccer as well like overseeing it so you know just pretty excited to to get the ball rolling here and now it's it's i imagine it's it's really difficult to come in mid-season uh that's something i wound up doing at, at ecu i started in in october kind of in the middle of, of of their year actually uh when i when i moved here um it was right after hurricane matthew and actually delayed my my kind of start date by about a week and it was a very awkward awkward thing not only coming in the middle of a season but coming in the middle you know of of, of hurricane season that it was it was kind of crazy um we had we had to move games around and things like that so it was pretty nuts so i can i, I can relate to kind of jumping in mid-season like that yeah i mean uh when i started at iowa state actually the season had already started but it was maybe what one or two games into it here it's completely different basically the season's almost over so, I don't know, it's a, it's a weird timing, but at the same time, I'm, I'm glad for it, just because it kind of makes my transition a bit smoother, because I'm just basically going little by little. I'm not forced into 
you know, I'm not forced into action like like we say. Right. And and I, I think, too, it'll be really interesting to see how, you know, the, the style evolves because you have a very uh, we were talking about this a little bit before the podcast started. You have a, a really like kind of hectic style is how I would describe it. Like it's there's a lot going on. There's grunges. There's uh, there's blurs. There's a lot of a lot of duotone. Um, so talk a little bit about kind of your style and your approach and and how you kind of got started doing these graphics, because the thing that I've noticed is that a lot of people's style kind of has something to do in how they got started. Well, so kind of my background in in design. Um, so my grandfather used to be a graphic designer. That's kind of how I got started with it, like how I fell in love with it. Um, after a while, I started messing around with Photoshop myself when I was a bit older in these like WWE forums, WWF by that time. Um, just making some random banners, pretending I'm like Randy Orton and stuff like that. I don't know if Randy Orton was a thing back there, but that's the first person that came to mind. And little by little, I don't know, I've kind of really evolved my style. I see a lot of people with just like a pretty clean style, and it looks awesome. It looks awesome. That's what I try to aim for. Basically, every time I open Photoshop, I just can't get there. Um, <laughs> I love textures. Ah, that's interesting. Yeah, I love textures. To me, it just adds like so much to the graphic. Obviously, the way you use it, you know, definitely changes things. So I'm just pretty, pretty heavy, as you said, on on textures and and the coloring. I love adjustment layers, and I absolutely love textures. What I will say though, like, I do feature a lot on my graphics, so that's like that's kind of my style. But overall, I still think it has kind of like a a, a cleanliness to it because you can still see each like each layer, each dimension. It's not like it's all right. crammed in there together. And I think that's what like kind of really separates you from maybe other like SIG edits with three Zs and four oh, fire God, emojis no. guy is, um, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, please, I, I no. said the E word, I said the E word on the podcast. Um, yes. no, but it's, it, 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 that you have a clear definitive subject. And I think that's the biggest thing that people who kind of start out, they'll, they'll want to make something like what, what you make. Um, you know, the, the, the two instances that I think are, are great, um, great works that you put out that's a little bit more recent are the, the Dragic and the, the Michael Conley graphics, yeah. um, are, are a really good, good example of, of kind of what we're talking about here. And we'll, we'll link to that in the, uh, in the podcast description. But, uh, I, I like that they are clean in that you can tell who, you know, there's no, uh, over, I would say it's not over done. The, there's a clear background. There's a clear foreground. The type is very subtle, which I, I think is, is really well played. Um, and, and there's the, the geometric backgrounds, I think really play well to the rest of the texture. Yeah. My, my vision, honestly, going into those two was pretty much that to kind of make it seem clean, but not stray away completely from what I typically do. Um, I guess using that type of text uh, was just a way for me to, you know, I'm just going to subtly write his name in there so people know, but that's not what the focus, that's not what I want people to focus on. So, I mean, I did use some patterns from, example, Goran, um, he's Slovenian. So, if I'm not mistaken. So, 
I did use some Slovenian patterns in the background. You really can't tell. But yeah, I know it's really there. subtle, but it, when you double tap on the on the image, because that's the other thing too, when when you're designing for mobile, you're able to, to really, you know, zoom in and, and kind of get all, you know, I don't know if what what uh, DPI you use, or, or excuse me, uh, p- pixels per inch you use, but um, it, it when you get, you know, all 72 of them, or even all 300 of them, um, you know, you can see this little, this, this pattern in the background and this sort of kind of shape is, is really interesting. Um, and you, you said it's, it's Slovenian. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's a Slovenian like texture. I spent a while looking for it and I just felt it, it, it made sense obviously to, to put it there, but I didn't want it to be like the prime thing. That's why I kind of like put it right in the background, a little faded. Good to go. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I really, I really like, and I like that it's not over the entire background. It's just sort of over that. It looks like an, that sort of, it's almost like a, a paint splotch. Yeah. Just on a, yeah, like, like, a little like, corner like a and we're good. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. And I liked the, uh, the CJ McCollum one you did as well with the sort of paint, paint stroke. Oh, the paint streaks. Yep. Yeah. That was, uh, I'll say that's in my tops of favorites to be honest because it, it was something different uh i don't know and cj just ended up having a monster game so that also helps to make it look cooler so now are, are you using lightroom when you touch up cj mccollum there or or is no. that all photoshop adjustment no that's layers? all photoshop um that's all photoshop just uh, adjusting curves and levels basically and then um color corrections but I, like that. I really don't even use Lightroom unless it's obviously for work. But for my personal stuff, I don't touch Lightroom. That's that's really that's see that's that's something that I'm I'm learning to use a little bit more of because I, I don't think I really used it at all last year, and I think ever pretty much ever since 2018 hit, I'm like okay, we got to figure out this whole Lightroom thing because I've seen some really great work you know used on it, and, and it is particularly good for like if you just want to put out a a a picture and you just want to kind of edit the picture a little bit in terms of contrast color warmth things like that but when you're in photoshop it's a little the workflow is a little bit tricky um and i i don't know i found that i i really like camera raw um it does a lot of the same things yeah for me at least and i i like i like the camera raw do you use that at all yeah i use it when obviously when it's not personal work um I try to use it as much as I can, um, but here I don't really get a lot of the raw files. It's more just plain JPEGs. So whenever I do have the raw file, I'll just use that. Um, it's definitely a pretty good tool. But I will say, light, I prefer Lightroom, honestly. It makes it easier for yeah. me. Yeah, it's 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 quicker and, and it's... Um, I, I, I can't prove it. But I feel like Lightroom kind of picks up on finer, you can pick up on finer details in that than you can in like the camera raw editor. Um, but what I, what I like about the camera raw editor is that I can take, I can take one of those JPEG images and apply a camera raw filter to it without having to put it back in the Lightroom. Yeah. Which is kind of, which is, which is always a bit of a pain. Um, but yeah, again, getting kind of back to that CJ McCollum graphic, uh, I really like the, the lighting kind of at the top of it. You kind of—it almost looks like there is kind of a, a single light, a direct center top of the of, of the graphic, which is cool. Yeah, that was pretty much just done with uh, just a little soft brush to kind of 
give it the feel like there's actually a light shining on them. You know, trying to trying to look cool. But yeah, I like it, man. But yeah, it was it was it was a very fun project to work on. Just one of those days where you get home from work and want to just mess around in Photoshop. So it was pretty cool. And and you know, again, that's one of those things that I think if you're listening to this and and a lot of the thing that the, some of the feedback that I've gotten is that a lot of people who are both kind of in in the industry and and out of it, uh, people really. I think if you're kind of learning this and you're picking it up, the thing that, that you do really well is, is you, you have a, cons- there's a little bit of consideration for everything and, and, and little things like, like the lighting I think are, are huge. And that's what takes a graphic next level. Oh yeah. I'll say the one thing I'll say is obviously I'm not, I'm not the best by any means, but I try to make lighting as good as possible, like as good as I can, even if I have to spend some extra time on it just because to me that's what to your point takes that graphic to the to the next level makes it really pop so you would you would discuss that that your grandfather um was was kind of an was a graphic designer and uh was sort of your inspiration leading into wanting to do this a little bit more um that's something that i haven't really from what i've talked to the graphic designers i've talked to it's not necessarily a, a family business. So that's a, a unique thing. So can you kind of talk about how that, that bond maybe started a little bit? So when I was younger, um, I would go to my grandfather's house literally every weekend. Every weekend we would basically just spend it with him. He lived in front of a, an apartment complex in front of the beach. So, I mean, it wasn't the worst place at all to go. So every weekend we would be there. Um, and he would just take one or two hours of his day with us and paint. He would he was always like drawing or painting. So just growing up and and seeing him go through that whole process every weekend, I think just kind of I guess elevated my love for arts. And then obviously I tried to, you know, get as close as possible to what he draws, but no, not happening. <laughs> So that's when I kind of just took into Photoshop. And I think that, I don't know, that I feel like that bond with my grandfather really just helps me connect on more of an emotional level with with what I'm doing. Because I love sports, and obviously I love my family. So just being able to do things that can feature both of them at the same time, I think it just makes me want to design a whole lot more. And I think that you you tapped into something there where we're having that the does sort of a little bit of emotional attachment to your work and 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 wanting to to communicate you know that that the sort of all the emotions that go into sports um, and and communicating that through graphics. I mean that's that's really you know what we're here to do, right? That's that's what we're here to to kind of sell is is this um, is is the the emotion of sports and 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 communicating that visually. And I think that's something you you do a really really great job in um and and you kind of have a, a very different story as to how you uh kind of started doing more more graphics and how you you kind of first started getting work um with um with being outside the united states so can you kind of talk a little bit about you know you, the way you you started really doing graphics for for different organizations so i have a older brother it kind of just started with my me doing like small projects for my 
older brother. It was more marketing projects, you know, a logo here, a business card there. Uh, Sports-wise, it really all just started with my, I'll say, close to my senior year of high school. That's when I really, really got into the whole sports world, uh, just designing stuff for our basketball team. You know, I felt like I was amazing. I really wasn't at that time. And then I transitioned into college, and there's this group, which we're all friends, and we would broadcast college games for um, the Puerto Rican, like, universities. Because we don't, you know, we don't have ES- those big ESPN uh, live live game day stuff back there. Because right, you're, you're from Puerto Rico, right? Yeah, I'm from Puerto Rico, uh, born and raised there. So what we did as a group was we would take, you know, a tripod, a little camera, and we would live stream a game, a men's basketball game, women's basketball, volleyball, any type of game. And while the game was going on, I was working on graphics. We would shoot pictures at the game, give them to me. I would start making just graphics, like final score graphics, next matchup type of thing. You know, nothing too fancy, but just enough to get people noticing. And then little by little, I'll just say kind of evolved into me taking those pictures and practicing on my own and trying to do other stuff. And I was fortunate enough to end up really where I'm at right now. So honestly, it it all started with a camera, a tripod, and a laptop. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's I, I really think that's such a, a cool a cool initiative of you guys to jump right on and, and see an opportunity. And I think that's something that people who maybe are at either you know whether it's whether it's 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 internationally like like you were or it's like a small like division 3 school or or wherever you are i think that's a, another big thing for for people is you know take the take advantage of what's around you and and i i think there's there's so many opportunities now for for graphic designers who want to do this sort of thing to kind of you know start out with you know a local local high school or a local college or you know and and you're you're probably gonna, you might have to work you know pro bono if it's the first time you've ever opened up a laptop right um but at the same time, if, if you're, you know, if, if you see an opportunity, take it. And you guys took that. And, and it sounds like you guys formed a real bond over that. And I think that's something incredibly special and, and um, kind of really different from these from other schools that might have these big kind of programs where people are sort of almost groomed now from from the moment they walk onto a campus as a freshman to be a, a sort of sports designer. You know, you guys saw an opportunity, you took it. And I just think that's really cool. Yeah, man, honestly, like, there's a lot of, there's probably a lot of places that, to your point, don't have the resources, but I know there, there's people that are willing to put the time in. What the stuff we did, like, that was basically on our time. We just wanted to, you know, bring out more exposure for these athletes because they're, they're awesome. They're amazing and they deserve it. So we were just trying to put out as much stuff as we could and now with the power of social media like that's a huge plus that everybody should be taking advantage of yeah it it gives people a real kind of opportunity to make almost make something out of nothing or 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 highlight something that that people wouldn't otherwise see 
you know, with, with very, like you said, a, you know, a, a camera, a tripod and a laptop. And that's, that's really all it takes now to, to make something that at least, you know, looks presentable and, and, and a lot of effort and a lot of time. And, and I think that's the one thing that you'll find uh, uh, amongst a lot of the people that, that kind of do this professionally is, is that, um, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of your own time kind of gets put into it and getting better and getting sharper, um, which is, which is awesome. So, um, you know, you're, 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 you're in, you're in Puerto Rico, you're, you're making these, these graphics and, um, you know, you, you've started kind of cultivating a little bit of, of your, of your style. Um, so, so what brings you into America? What, what kind of puts you in at, at Iowa state? It's actually like pretty funny in a way to me, because honestly I was just job searching. I really knew I want to do sports. Um, so my family was kind of pushing me, like, don't leave, like, see if you can find something over here, which, you know, was obviously my first thought, I'll try and find something here. But sports over there aren't as, you know, they're not as big as you would imagine. So finding a job there was pretty hard. So I go online. Um, I can't even remember what site it was right now. Um, but it was one of those job searching sites and I see Iowa State's job opening you know I'm I'm over here just like oh, why not let's give it a shot you know it, it's Iowa I really don't know a lot about Iowa but I mean it's a sport design job and it sounded really nice so I just gave it a go and I was fortunate enough to get the phone call get the interview and I absolutely thought I failed the interview. Like as soon as I hung up on that phone call, I thought I was never going to get a job. So that wasn't the greatest feeling on earth. But once they told me, hey, we want to fly you out here. Okay, that that's awesome. Cool, sign me that's up. That's a sign. Yeah. yeah I mean, police work, we call that a clue, man. Yeah, yeah uh... I was excited. So, you know, of course, I, I get things ready. and uh, But... It was a it was a very I guess the whole process was very weird for me because you know I wasn't expecting first of all to get a phone call and then I wasn't expecting for them to fly me out so it was it was awesome it was awesome and and I think and and from there you, you made some really great stuff at, at Iowa State um, one of the the first graphics where you kind of had that that fire overlay uh, was, was, was real slick. And, and it's, it's very, it's very Kevin Ortiz where it, it has that, um, you know, it, it's, it's the, the grunge and, and the textures on it, but still, again, a clear defined subject. Um, and, and it, it doesn't, it doesn't do too much. It goes, it goes right up on that edge and kind of finds it and, and lives in it, which is really, really cool. Yeah. That was, that was one of those designs that it wasn't really planned out. It was more of, hey, this this guy was doing good. Let's go for it. Why not? I mean, I still rarely knew a thing about like the team or or what the look was gonna be like. So I just got on Photoshop and it just came out, which I'm glad it, I'm glad it did. And I mean, I'm proud of how it came out for being one of the first graphics. But it was just a, uh, you know, it was it was kind of fun because you don't really know what to do, but then you just do it. <laughs> yeah. And it, it kind of, as, as I start to work on something, 
I'll notice that it starts to speak to me a little bit in this weird way where like when I'm trying to format text or I'm trying to, you know, maybe add a certain style to it or, or put things in a, in a certain layout, it, the, the, gra the graphic's going to be, the piece is going to be what it's going to be. And I think it on, on some level it's, it's the job, it's the job of the designer to sort of communicate with, with the piece and kind of let, try and let it be its best self, if that makes any sense. Oh yeah. I mean, you, you open Photoshop, you start working on it and half of the time you don't really know what you're going to do. Like, let's be honest, you really don't know where that's going to end up. But once you're kind of halfway there, you're like, yeah, I have a vision. So let's just do what I have in my head. Sometimes you'll like it. Sometimes you'll, you'll, you'll hate it. But to your point, it does kind of like speak to you like, okay, let's go this route because it's going to look cool. Yeah, so you've got a little bit of like an, an improvisational jazz type of thing going on. I like that. Yeah, I'm I'm really I I rarely go into a graphic unless it's more of a you know, I rarely go into like a social graphic having a clear mindset of what I want to do. Now for posters and marketing material, that's kinda different because you you know, you don't wanna waste time trying to figure out what you wanna do, so you just wanna have a, a plan ahead of time for that. But I think social is just so on the spot that you never really can have a plan. And so much of it, too, with, with social, it's, it's things that sort of come up in the moment, whether it's, you know, a guy has a particularly great game or, you know, someone someone rushes for X number of yards. It it, it really is sort of spur of the moment. And I think sometimes having a little bit of a, a comfort with that improvisational style, it can can really be a benefit when you're doing social graphics that, you're you don't you're not able to plan when you know so and so you know throws for for 400 yards in a game or, or something along those lines yeah there's there's no way there's no way you, you're gonna know i mean you can have a you know a maybe he's gonna break a record this game so kind of try and have something prepared but at the same time once you prepare something if he doesn't break the record half of the time you're gonna want to change it because you feel like you can do something better so you kind of just wasted that time um, at least that's my mindset. That's the way I approach things. So I, I, I would say I would prefer personally just the, the adrenaline rush of having to do it on the spot. Yeah. See, like, so, so I, I, I will, I, I don't know. I kind of disagree with the idea that like, cause I, I don't think you ever waste time in Photoshop. You know what I mean? Like, I think, I think the more time you spend in it, whether, you know, you wind up using like, cause a lot of stuff and I'm, I'm sure you've, you've kind of experienced this now is you know, a lot of times you'll prepare stuff and it'll wind up on the cutting room floor, you know, because you have to have it ready, you know, like, um, you know, if, if we have a guy who, who might, you know, a, a hashtag pro pirate who might go to the, uh, who might go to the Super Bowl, like for us, you know, when, when, uh, the Falcons were making a run, uh, last year and, and, you know, Justin Hardy is an ECU alum. And, and so we had to have, um, a lot of stuff kind of ready for him in case the Falcons won the Super Bowl. Uh, obviously that didn't happen, but we had, you know, a couple of graphics prepared for that, um, you know, while that stuff wound up on the, on the cutting room floor, um, you know, you still kind of have the, uh, the, I, I think the, the, the time that you spend in Photoshop, even if it's not, even if people don't see the product, the, the work is ultimately something that makes you better. So I, 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 I don't think you can ever really waste time if you're, you're, you know, doing stuff in Photoshop, even if it doesn't get used, you know, at least for that hour and a half, you know, you, you got better, you know? Yeah, I, I guess, I guess, uh, when you put it that way, yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, 
time is never wasted when you're practicing, which is, you know, one of the big things that help us improve, obviously. So, yeah, I just meant it from like a, from like a, you know, if you're at work, for example. Right. And you the know, nine you to five, do it's, yeah. it's, you don't want to waste time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. And, and, and that's, and that's obviously true as, as well. Um, but I think there's, I don't know, there's, and, and, and that's part of, part of the complication of our job too, is, is kind of having that sort of balance of wanting to spend the time on a graphic because you know, the people are going to see it. You know, that it's going to make you better if you spend the time on it. But then you have a lot of these deadlines where you, you've got to get stuff out. It's got to be ready. Um, because it's, you know, whether it's, whether it's a, a game kickoff or an event's going to happen or, you know, you, you got to kind of jump on it. And that's one of the things I think I've learned a lot of is, is the sort of the preparation end of it, um, is, is so big so that, you know, the, the, the use of time is, is both valuable and invaluable or, or excuse me, is both, you know, valuable and, and I don't know, um, abundant, uh, all at the same time. Um, but no, but that's, that's, that's an interesting kind of, kind of difference, I guess, um, in, in the sort of the, the balance. So, you know, you, you, you're going through at, at, at Iowa State and, and you, mostly you you did a lot with volleyball uh right and what were some other sports that you worked with yeah so so i was stationed well not stationed but i was in the i was housed in the marketing department so a lot of my stuff was marketing based um i did so i did from football to men's basketball uh women's basketball volleyball basically i did a little of every sport to be honest because at least i did their posters um, but for the most part, volleyball, I want to say is the sport, I guess I feel I felt more attached to because I was at the games taking pictures. I had a good relationship with the coaches. So I feel like I was doing, you know, some extra stuff for them. Um, but obviously if you ask me my favorite, I will say men's basketball just because, you know, basketball is what I like. Yeah, and it's kind of how how you got started. Yeah. Um. So so the can you you talk a little bit about the adjustment process? Like you you were a, a basketball guy when you were in Puerto Rico, and then you come to Iowa State, and you have to learn kind of all these these different designing for at least all these different sports. You know, was, was there a reason you gravitated towards volleyball, or or was it sort of a, a direction from from Iowa State? No. So adjusting, honestly, uh, when I got there, it was football season. So right off the bat, football. I didn't know a thing about football. I had never played football. So I'm like, how do I even design for football? I don't know this. Like, I I can't even tell you what he's doing on the field. So I was clueless. Um, That's where I let, you know, just the designer in me just take over and be like, I hope this is good. So that was that was really I hope this works out. Yeah, that was a really fun experience. At the same time, it was a you know a hectic experience because I'm trying to learn the game, but I'm trying to get work done. So uh, right, right. So you're building a train while, or you're 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 driving a train all while building the tracks. Exactly, exactly. So honestly, I guess that was really cool. Just just being through that whole process, I learned a whole lot, and obviously now I know a bit more football. Um, basketball was just generic. I know that volleyball, the reason I gravitated more towards it is so on this past year's volleyball team, there was a Puerto Rican. Um, so me and her kind of got to, you know, got to meet each other. 
and you think, wow, two Puerto Ricans in Iowa, like, what are the odds? So that was pretty cool just to be able to form that little bond with her. And I think that's kind of what got me really excited about the season and, and just working with this really cool staff and wanting to do something else. So that's why where I started like taking pictures and, you know, trying to step my game up too. Yeah, and and that that's so that, that's a really cool thing where you 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 form a real a genuine connection with the team, and I think that's you know that's really important, and that kind of goes back to what we're saying, where you know if if you you see an opportunity and, and you just you kind of jump on it, you know don't don't necessarily wait for 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 permission to to chase getting better and to and to chase doing what what you want to do, because I think it you know when you wait for permission, then then sort of the opportunity passes you by. Oh yeah, and also like. If you think about it, men's basketball and football, they're always going to get love. And when I mean they're always going to get love, I mean, you know, every sort of media is going to want to cover those games. Whereas if you think about it, more of these like tennis, uh, golf, you know, volleyball, women's basketball in some places, they don't get as much love as they deserve because there's some very good teams out there. So if you have the opportunity to kind of be there and – give them that little extra exposure. That's awesome. That goes a long way. No doubt. No doubt. And that's, you know, and, and it's a great way to kind of, kind of gain experience and, and, and cut teeth a little bit. Um, so, you know, you, you, you made some, some great stuff at, at Iowa state and then you transition. Now you, you've just started at Auburn. Um, you know, you're, you're, you've kind of seen your, your, your role change and it, it sounds like you're going to get to work a little bit more with, with, with basketball and you're, you're kind of overseeing soccer. So what's that going to be like where you're overseeing soccer? Is this kind of the first time you've sort of had that experience? So at Iowa state, I had an intern, so kind of overseeing him. So in a way now here, there's another designer that's going to be doing soccer. Um, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be helping if that makes any sense. If she ever like, no, missed, I, I get it. if that she ever like misses anything, you know, um, uh, we haven't gotten this graphic done, you know, I'll help out. It's not gonna be my prime sport, but I'll obviously be there. So it's kind of like a tag team if you want to look at it that way. And then, yeah, and, and I think you know, having having a team on a sport is so important. Oh yeah, and I mean Auburn soccer is really good. So, you know, the amount of work that's going to be done for soccer, I feel like is going to be, you know, a lot. So it's obviously better when you have, when you know work is going to get done. Um, so that'll be cool. That'll be a good experience for me also to learn from her. She did soccer last year. So I'm kind of just learning from her this year. It'll be, it'll be a really fun experience. And then yeah, yeah. Um, basketball basketball wise uh essentially next year for next season is when i'll be doing more stuff and obviously that's gonna be just like my baby like absolutely my baby so a lot of cool things coming (laughs) up i i I got the ideas now it's just time to put the work in that's awesome man so so congratulations on that you know um you know it can it can be tough moving and 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 kind of you know being around and stuff but uh you know they have a really really great design team down in Auburn, and um, you know I, I'm sure you'll you'll fit right in, and you'll be able to to really make make some waves quick, man. So so best of luck to you on on all that. 
Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, the team here is uh, is awesome. Big shout out to Morgan Smith, Emma Arnold, Hillary Dean, and Becca Bennett. Like they are absolutely killing it over here. So I'm just I'm just happy to be a part of it. Fire emojis, air horns, all that. <laughs> all of it. Big time shouts out. Big time shouts out. <laughs> I had to. I had to sneak that in there. Oh, you have to. No doubt. No doubt. Um, one of the things that um, we, we've kind of I'm trying to do, do a little bit with, with this podcast is kind of bring light to different discussions that happen either in the Designing Sports Slack, which is this is a, uh, a total plug for. Um, so if you uh, are, are in the Designing the sports design community or, or you aspire to be, make sure you sign up for that. Check out the website, designingsports.com. Um, but one of the things you, you talked about on Twitter that I think uh, is an interesting discussion topic um, is, is kind of self-doubt. Um, and and you, you kind of question whether or not it's, it's a, a big thing in this industry, which, which I think it is uh, personally, because I know at least for me, I'll, I'll just, I'll speak for myself. You know, there are a lot of times where I'll, I'll open a document and I'll see that, you know, 1920 by 1080 rectangle white blank white rectangle looking back at me and I'll go oh no I might be terrible at this like I've I've tricked everyone into thinking that I'm 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 good at design and I'm I'm a fraud um and and I know that's something that that self-doubt is something I really struggle with and it was cool to, to see you kind of you know being a little bit honest about that and being willing to talk about that yeah I I really you know I don't try to express it too much but there's always a side of me that has just like a general doubt every time I make a graphic, like, are people going to like this? Is this going to be well received? Um, and I think it's, a, it's obviously like a general thing in designers, just because we have that sort of pressure. Well, I'll say in creatives in general, because video also, because um, we have that pressure of like, people need to like this, because essentially that's what we do our job for, you know, for people to like it and engage with it. So there's always a little doubt in me every time I make a graphic, but I don't know. I, I don't even know how you begin to to change that. I've talked to a couple of designers just to get their feedback on it, and obviously everybody looks at it in a different way. But self-doubt is really, you know, it, it, it's out there. It does exist. <laughs> oh, yeah, no doubt. And, and I think... You know, part of it too is with, with our job being so present on on social media. In fact, uh, a lot of times being sometimes solely you know social media driven. You know, I, I know for me, I, I do some print projects, but you know, we also have a lot of help with with guys uh, like like Dorian Jackson and Ethan and and, and Javon Hubbard. So you you shouted out your guys. I'll I'll, I'll shout out. Mine. There you go. Uh huh. <laughs> but uh, you know, and and all of them you know do really great work and and really have have been been really helpful. Um, you know, but, but having, that's where like, you know, we kind of talked about having a team around you, I think is huge. Um, you know, and, and not kind of going, not going, not going it alone. Although a lot of people, you know, do freelance with this. And so that, that can be kind of tough. Um, one of the things that, that got recommended in, in that, that, uh, tweet thread was about, um, kind of stepping away from design a little bit, you know, whether it's, it's work or whether it's something else. I thought that was particularly relevant advice and kind of having something else that you do, some other creative outlet, um, you know, whether it's, it's writing, whether it's music, whether it's, um, you know, writing 
comedy or, um, you know, what, whatever it may be, you know, I think kind of having a, an outlet that isn't necessarily designed. I thought, I thought that was particularly, um, useful and, and pertinent advice. Yeah. So what I've tried to do now, you know, obviously after the tweet, various responses. So I've kind of taken them to heart. So I'm trying to stray away from the computer for a while, you know, get home after work and go out for a little walk or maybe read something, try to just get a bit of the creative juices flowing without putting the pressure on myself that I have to make a graphic right then and there. Because I think that's where the self-doubt kind of started for me is I felt the pressure like every day I have to make a graphic and it has to look better than the last one. Which, I mean, let's be honest, it you know it's not always going to be possible. You can't always right off the bat make a graphic that looks amazing. So I think just that advice of taking time off and, you know, exploring other things is an, is an awesome idea. It's an awesome idea and one that I've actually started to do. Um, so big thanks to everybody that's responded to the tweet, to be honest. <laughs> it's helped a lot. Yeah, no doubt, man. And, and you've, and you've been creating killer work. Um, it's, it's been really fun to follow and, and it's, it's been really cool to, to, to kind of see it, it, it grow. And, and as, you know, as it starts to evolve a little bit, you know, obviously, you know, your stuff with Auburn is going to be different than, than your stuff with Iowa state. And that's, you know, different from where you started from. So, you know, and, and, and the, the biggest thing that I think is important is, is being honest, uh, and, and, and being able to talk about that. And, you know, that's why, uh, on, in the first episode of this podcast, uh, I shared something I made in, in the fourth grade, the, this you know, <laughs> little like web, this HTML website, and it's it's really bad. Um, I'll I'll find some of my old, older graphics too that that some of them didn't were were not great. Oh, yeah, um, I'll share some. You know, I'll share some that. Whew, they're rough. They are yeah, rough. Yeah, yeah, it it happens, man. Um, you know, but but you know, we all have to we all have to start somewhere, and I think. You know, if, if, if there's kind of one sort of the trend, I think, kind of in this episode, if, if there's one little, you know, kind of nugget that I, I would give to someone who's listening who, who um, wants to do more of this is, you know, don't wait for permission. You know, um, everyone feels that self-doubt. Everyone feels like, you know, if, I, maybe, I won't say everyone, but I saw I'll, more people than you would imagine. Um, might might feel that self doubt, or might feel like they're not good enough, or might feel like you know, especially when you're putting your stuff up. You know, sport the sports design industry is so competitive, right? I mean, it's 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 some of the best in the world, um, I think. Anyway, it, 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 what you do, and and you know, especially when you get to that that you know that Division One athletics, you know, it can be so kind of cutthroat, you know, and it's 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 tough. Um, but I think having this design community as well. Um, you know, these are, these are good people and these are, are people that, um, you know, that, that are all kind of going through the same thing. And I think, you know, when, when one person gets better, I think the rest of us kind of look, look at that and look at the work that they're putting up there and, and want to rise to that, you know? Um, and it's, I, I, I think this is a, a very, very cool community and, and I, I think you've added a lot to it, Kevin, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. No, thanks, man. Honestly, I appreciate those words. And to your point, yeah, this is a, I mean, I consider it a very friendly community in regards to like we all are willing to help each other, even no now more with the with the Slack account like that has been huge for me. I've gotten to meet so many designers through that. Um, 
but at the same time, there's that level of competitiveness. Every time there's like a game day, you're like, oh boy, I'm going up versus Kevin today. So my graphic has to look cooler than his. You know what I mean? It's a friendly competition, right. but at the same time, it makes you want to step your game up. And that's that's oh, the no cool doubt. part about it. That's that's honestly what I like the most about this community. And that's I guess that's why I try to talk to as many designers as I can. Like I'm always down to talk to anybody about design, which is the cool part. Yeah, and and, and I think you know a lot of people, at least the, I think the the best at the best. I think and I think that it's it's any industry are are going to be more willing than not to to kind of to share, you know what's what's made the difference for them. Um, you know, like, like I appreciate you kind of talking through a little bit of your, you know, even though you have an improv, improv, improvisational style, you know, kind of walking this through, you know, what you think about textures and lighting and things of that nature. And, and you're, you know, you're more, you know, I, I do more of the camera raw filter. You do more of the, the adjustment layers. I mean, just little things like that, you know, I, I think are, are really, you know, that, that's kind of the example of what, what we want to see. And, um, kind of the, the conversations we want to have about making each other better, you know, and, and, and there's that kind of very famous, you know, it's, it's a, it's a Bible verse, but, uh, um, as iron sharpens iron, so too one man sharpens another, yeah. um, you know, so too one person sharpens another, however you want to take that. But the, uh, the general idea is there that, that when we see, you know, the, the, uh, the skull sparks, uh, moment on Twitter, right. With all the different game day graphics. And we're like, all right, or is what we're doing, you know, we can see literally, our, you know, graphic up to other, you know, teams in the conference, other teams in, you know, in our state or whatever it may be. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Like, I'll, I'll give a huge thanks to Skull Sparks for that. Um, I find those no Twitter doubt. moments to no be doubt. really cool. And at the same time, when my graphic looks like one of the worst, I'm like, oh my God, like I could have done so much better. But heck, there's so many talented designers out there that, it's crazy. It's just crazy how good people yeah, are. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think anyone's looked at Iowa State and and felt like you guys were slacking, man. And and I'm sure the same will go for uh, will will we'll go for for Auburn. And um, you know, you you're, you guys have done a, a great job. Um, and uh, but no, those those moments are great. Shout out to uh to to uh, Jason Matheson. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. If I'm not, Matheson? buddy, I'm I'm very sorry. What's it? Matheson, Ma- maybe. Matheson Matheson sounds more more, yeah. more like well, like a real human name. Um, <laughs> the, but no, but he he has done a great job. Um, uh, of course, trenches is another one that um, you know does a you know um, Tiffany Middleton does a great job of covering you know this industry and and posting you know job postings and things like that. Um, so I would say those are kind of the two big ones right now. And of course, designing sports at designing sports is another one. Um, but no, they, both, both of those do, do great work in, in highlighting, you know, some of the awesome stuff that, that goes into this industry. And so, yeah, definitely big, big shout outs, uh, air horns, uh, fire emojis to both of them as well. All of it, all of it, the whole celebration. All of it. No, that's so a, much. I'll say that's a, that's pretty good to have. I mean, I know there's more like design pages now starting on Twitter, uh, more Twitter accounts starting that are trying to feature other designers, which is pretty cool. I mean, I'm all for featuring as many designers as possible and just expanding it so everybody can get to know everybody. I know that's not really realistic where we all get to meet each other, but that'd be pretty cool. 
Yeah, and I think MLC Connect is one of those events that does a really good job of, of bringing people together. Um, Creative South is another one. Uh, you know, the, the, the Makers of Sport podcast and other sports design podcast, um, we'll, we'll go ahead and, and, and plug them as well. If you, if you enjoy this podcast, you may, you may enjoy them as well. Um, and there's, I, I can hear as, as this interview is, is going on, I can, he, I can think of the lit, there's going to be a, a, a good list in the description of all the different things that we've discussed. <laughs> um, so make sure you go and, 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 and check all of those out. Um, Kevin, thank you so much for, for, for taking the time. I, I really appreciate it. Um, can I, uh, if you had to, uh, I, I asked Joe Kai on this and I think, I think this is going to be kind of the standard question going forward, but if you had to do uh, karaoke, one song, save your life, what is it going to be? Wow. Um, okay. It'll come as a shocker, but I will go with lose yourself by Eminem. Cause I know that song, every single word. I'm I'm great for that song. Up and down, you got it. I got Mom's Spaghetti. Yep. Mom, be careful around Mom's Spaghetti. <laughs> I got that song in a in a jam. All right, all right, that's a good one. Hey man, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. Thanks man, thanks for having me. Shout out hashtag Kevin Brand. All right.